Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman with my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today for days 718 and 719, which correspond to part 2 of the Zohar, pages 147b and 148a. I'm going to just jump right in. Um, I'm only reading in English today. Hopefully, uh, when I have a little bit more time on my hands, I'll be able to uh, come back to the Aramaic. Hopefully, that will be relatively soon, maybe in the next few days. Um, but for right now, we're just going to read in the English, which corresponds to page 339 of the Pritzker edition Zohar, volume 5, translated by Professor Daniel Matt. I'm going to start right at the beginning of the page. Purple, Exodus 25.4, gold and silver, returning to combine as one. Michael and Gabriel, mingling and intertwining, of this is written, he makes peace in his heights. Job 25.2, being intertwined, they become one body. And crimson, Exodus 25.4, above, included in Uriel as before, to be held within blue and within purple. Linen, Exodus 25.4, above, included as before in the mystery of Raphael, to be held by silver and gold. Until here, mystery of seven pillars above, within seven pillars below, shell within shell for protection. And goat hair, Exodus 25.4, as we have established, for these seven are kernel of kernel, and this is shell of kernel. Reddened ram skins, Exodus 25.5, shield-bearing warriors, eyes flashing like flaming missiles, as is said, his eyes like flaming torches. Daniel 10.6, they are called firmaments outside within a shell. Tchashim, tanned leather skins, Exodus 25.5, those within the holy side, joined yet not joined with holiness, as we have said, for Abraham engendered Tachash by another woman, and Tachash and Genesis 22.24, these are by the mother of Ishmael, brothers of Ishmael, just as there is a rung in Esau, so there is a rung in Ishmael. Footnote 425, to tanned leather skin, symbolizing powers partially linked with holiness. The exact meaning of Tehashim is uncertain. It may refer to yellow-orange tanned leather or to a specific animal, dolphin, dugong, nar- narwhal, narwhal, badger. Here, Rabbi Elazar associates Tehashim, singular Tachash, with a minor biblical figure named Tachash. Tachash, one of the children born to Reuma, the concubine of Abraham's brother Nahor. Surprisingly, though, Rabbi Elazar indicates that Abraham, not Nahor, engendered uh, Tachash. The context in Genesis twenty-two, twenty-three to twenty-four reads: These eight Milka bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother, and his concubine, whose name was Reuma. She too gave birth to Teba, Gaham, Tachash, and Maaka. Uh, perhaps Rabbi Elazar interprets his concubine to mean Abraham's rather than Nahor's concubine. A further difficulty is that the mother of Ishmael should refer to Hagar. Abraham's actual concubine, not to Reuma. Here, Hagar and Reuma have coalesced into a single figure. Consequently, Tachash and Reuma's other three sons are all brothers of Ishmael. The final sentence apparently means that just as Esau derives from the holy realm of his father Isaac and branches into demonic paths, so too with Ishmael and his brothers born to Abraham. 
back to the text. Ishmael's mother gave birth to Tahash, and he came from the side of Abraham, for the primordial light scatters when it radiates lights in all directions. Once that primordial light became sweetly steady, the Blessed Holy One treasured it away. For whom did he hide it? For the righteous. And who are they? Righteous One and Righteousness so as to generate through their primordial light fruit for the world, fruit destined to be to come into the world. For Abraham and Sarah formed souls and fruit, as is written, and the souls they had made in Haran, Genesis 12, 5, just as they made souls on the side of holiness, so too they made souls on the other side. For without the arou- that arousal aroused by Abraham on the other side, there would be no converts in the world at all. And acacia wood, Exodus 25, 5, as we have established, these are seraphim, as is said, seraphim were standing above it. Isaiah 6, 2, what is the meaning of above it? Above that shell. Now you might say this verse refers to the Blessed Holy One. Well, as has been said, I saw et Yudhevavhe, Isaiah 6, 1, et precisely, corresponding to what is written in this verse, the hem of his robe filling et the temple, Isaiah 6, 1, et precisely to include that shell having uttered the mystery of that shell scripture proceeds seraphim were standing above it above that shell oil for lighting exodus 25 6 supernal anointment coming from above there are two oils which are one one above called oil of lighting exodus 35 14 and one below called oil for lighting oil of lighting is supreme enduring surely never ceasing, constantly filled with holy anointment and all blessings and all lights and all lamps are all blessed and illumined from there. Oil for lighting, sometimes filled, sometimes not. Further we have learned God created the two great lights, the great light for dominion of the day and the small light for dominion of night. Genesis one sixteen. although the companions have already established this and so it is still... The two great lights, oil of lighting and oil for lighting, upper world and lower world, one male and one female. Whenever male and female appear as one, they are both referred to in masculine language. Since the upper world is called great, the lower world accordingly. Joining it in totality is called great. As soon as one separates from the other, each is referred to individually appropriately. One is called great and the other small. Therefore the ancients said that one should rather be a tail to lions than a head to foxes. For when he stands among lions, all is designated by the category of lion. The tail of a lion is a lion, inseparably. Among foxes, even if one is the head, the head of a fox is a fox, inseparably, and is called fox. We're now on page 148a. This mystery is this verse for at first when they dwelled as one they were called the two great lights genesis one sixteen. even though this one was the tail to the one above when this one separated from the one above it became it to become as it were a head to foxes then it was called small but uh, sorry, by this mystery, oil of lighting, never ceasing, abiding in supernal ascension to rule by day, oil for lighting, interrupted, called small, and ruling by night. Footnote 433. The constant world of the male corresponds to oil of lighting and rules by day. Shekhinah, who is intermittent, corresponds to oil for lighting and rules by night.
Back to the text, there are five spices within the oil and incense, although it is one, they are two, and all is one. Carnelian stones, Exodus 25, 7, all these are thirteen, adornment of the dwelling. We return to the original subject, gold, Exodus 25, 3, as has been said, there are seven kinds of gold. Now you might say gold, which is judgment, silver ascending above it. Not so, for surely gold is ascension beyond all, yet gold in a concealed manner. And this is supernal gold, seventh of all those kinds of gold. This is gold shining, dazzling the eyes. When this emerges in the world, whoever grasps it, hides it away. From there issue and flow all kinds of gold. When is the one called gold, called gold called gold? When it is radiant, ascending in awesome glory and supernal joy delighting those below. When it is in judgment, changing from that color to the color blue, black, and red, then it is in harsh judgment. But gold is in joy, abiding in ascension of joyous awe, in arousal of joy. Footnote 437, Bina is called gold when she radiates joy. When judgment dominates her, then her gold, the color of gold changes to lower colors, reflecting that judgment. The phrase joyous awe recalls the biblical directive, rejoice in trembling, Psalm 2.11. Back to the text, silver, Exodus 25.3, below, mystery of the right arm, for the supernal head is gold, as it's written, you are the head of gold, Daniel 2.38, its breast and its arms of silver, Ex, uh, Daniel 2.32, below, when silver is perfected, it is included in gold, and this is the mystery of apples of gold and settings of silver, Proverbs 25.11, thus silver turns into gold, and then its place is perfected. So there are seven kinds of gold. <clears throat> Footnote 438, sim silver symbolizes the divine right arm, chesed, which is situated beneath Binah, pictured here as the head of gold. The goal as in alchemy is to tra transmute silver into gold, restoring chesed to Binah, or restoring an aspect of one's original form. Back to the text... And bronze, Exodus 25.3, issuing from gold, changing into deficiency of the left arm. Blue, Exodus 25.4, left thigh. And crimson, Exodus 25.4, right thigh included in the left. Vashesh and linen, Exodus 25.4, flowing, gushing river, absorbing all sheet, six sides. Similarly below, as has been established and mentioned. Look, here are seven of Jubilee, and they are seven of sabbatical. Although they are six, they are thirteen. The seventh, who is above them as head, making thirteen. Head standing on the whole body below. Head standing on all limbs of the body is gold. What is the difference between them? Supernal gold is in sealed mystery, and its name is Zahav Sagul. Hidden gold, one. Kings 620, Sagur, closed and concealed from all. Therefore it is called Sagur, for it is closed to the eye, which has no power over it. That's it for today's reading. Uh, hopefully very soon I will be able to return to the Aramaic. Take care. And uh, Shana Tova. Happy New Year.